Hey, Iggy, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Do you know what the Do you know what the word professionalism means? Yes, because I get told all the time in my job that I I do not have it. Okay, that's good because I don't know what professionalism means. I think it I think it's when you're really lame because they say I don't have it and I'm really cool. So So they must be nerds. Yeah, they definitely are nerds. They work in insurance, so I know they're nerds. Oh, they're definitely nerds. You don't want to be like them. No, I don't. I want to be cool and hip. So I'm gathering that it's a bad thing to be professional. Yes. Consider me unprofessional. Okay. That's good because this podcast is also very unprofessional and we screwed up our recording. So this episode is only like 20 Hold minutes long. On. Well, okay, you said we. I meant me, but I meant it in the royal we, which also includes Iggy. No, because my recording is fine. My recording is the full, the full length that we recorded for. Yours is about half that. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing you under the bus because it was you and only you. That's literally throwing me under the bus. No, no, because because it was no one else's fault but your own. I think it was the gremlins in my computer that did it, though. See, now, now you're throwing them under the bus. Well, they deserve to that, be thrown under a bus. That's professionalism. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, but what, do you want to know what we did talk about, but our listeners have no clue what we talked about because they will never hear it? Yeah. Well, we were going to talk about recall elections. I, I, I remember this because we were talking about the one of the only successful recall elections was with Arnold Schwarzenegger when he did that that movie about him being on Mars with the alien mutant baby thing. Right. So chronologically, how it worked was that um, Gray Davis got recalled from office in California because in California, you only need like 12 percent. So let me just really quickly explain it. You only need like 12 percent of um, the total number of voters that voted in the last election to sign a petition to get people recalled. Uh, so it happens really often, and it's part of the Constitution, so it's really hard to change. But after that happened and Gray Davis was removed from office in the 2000s, he was replaced by Arnold Schwarzenegger, who immediately went to Mars. How do we get from from California to Arnold Schwarzenegger being on Mars? Well, that's that's just the premise of the movie Total Recall. Which is based off the recall election. Yeah, it's it's actually a factual account of what happened in California in the early 2000s. Oh, oh. It was like it was like a premonition. Yeah, I guess it, yeah, so Total Recall came out in what, 1990? 1990. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of know Stradamus does. Weird. And so that's why we don't do space stuff anymore. That's exactly why we don't do space stuff, because, you know, people start predicting things and they come true. And that's just way too powerful for any group of people or individual person to have. And so I should have listened when that oracle said that you were going to mess up your recording. You probably should have. But, you know, in my opinion, it's better not to know the future. If you could know anything that happened in the future in the next 50 years, you're telling me you wouldn't want to know. I think... I would want to know one thing, and that thing is, do I remain unprofessional for the rest of my life, or do I sell out and become professional? Th that's what I'd want to know. Okay, well, we hope you enjoy this episode. We're saw we... Enjoy the episode, I guess. Or don't. We can't tell you what to do.
What's up, Chris's and Iggy's? This is the Rule Against Podcasting, a podcast which facially recognizes the existence of laws but fails to discuss them with any substance. As always, I am your co-host, Ding Dong, and I am losing it. And I'm joined by... Hi, everyone. I'm your other co-host, Julian. And today, this week... Wait, is it pronounced Julian or Julian? It's Julian. Oh, okay. That's not as cool, but... I didn't pick it. Um, Do you ever think about how weird it is that, like... You're just usually stuck with like the name your parents gave you. I like mean, you can change not. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean you can change it, sir. Sure, but like it's a whole process, and like everyone's calling you something else until you get it changed, and like it's a whole identity crisis situation. Yeah, I think we should just put it to a vote, and that the vote should be: Would you rather have no name until you're 18, or let your parents pick forever? I think one of the I think there should be a third option, which is you never have a name ever. No, it's only, it's only you can only do two options or I guess too confusing. This is a two party system in America. Okay, then I want one of the options to be that I want it to be either I have a name from birth or I have no name at all. Okay. Um I pick no name at all. I do too. Okay. It's part of a greater desire to not be perceived. Okay, okay. It's just a bit of a personality test. So maybe maybe I'll I'll throw some would you rathers at you. Yeah. Votes. Okay. And we'll see. We'll see where we differ, and where we're similar, and we we can use that to decide our compatibility. I'm gonna throw out an estimate of how many we answer the same way. Okay. And I'm going to put that at eighty percent. Okay. Fair enough. My my sign is Sagittarius. Yeah. What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Okay. Not very compatible, but we'll make it work. Okay. First, would you rather? Would you rather murder two people to save 100 babies or do nothing and watch every one of them die in front of you? Do nothing. Easy. Uh, I'd say I'd murder two people just because I want to know what it's like. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Not going to be like, oh, I did it to save 100 babies, but realize like, I know what it's like to murder a person. Plus, I, I assume there would be no consequences if you murdered them. Yeah. And like, I feel like I'd have like 200 parents, somewhere between 100 and 200 parents who are mad at me for not saving their babies by murdering two people. Oh, so in this hypothetical, the parents would know that you were in a position to save them, but you didn't. I assume if I'm in a position to save 100 babies, people will know about it. Because mm. that's that's a lot of babies. That's kind of the opposite of like history, though. I mean, consider like Schindler, kind of the opposite situation. Yeah, but everyone knows who Schindler is. Now they know who he is because people learned about it. Okay, so at some point or another, people will know that I was in the position to save 100 babies if I killed two people. Yes. So I would say I, I would murder the two people. I would do nothing, I think, more because I would be too indecisive in the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of vague with like the, the like how... How old are the babies? Are these people innocent? Like, how much time do you have to decide? How do you have to murder them? Oh, wait, so, so would you, you know, murder? Th- would that. you be more likely to murder them if they were innocent or if they were like guilty of a crime? I mean, I feel like most people would say if you'd be more likely to do it if they were guilty of a crime. But are we talking about like arson? We're talking about like something more heinous, like jaywalking. I don't know. That's kind of messed up. I'm not gonna kill a criminal. They're they're already serving their time presumably so you would rather kill an innocent person in this scenario mm-hmm. because like presumably the the guilty person has already been punished so and i think more innocent people get away with things and that's why they're innocent i don't think any i don't think any person is truly innocent is what i'm trying to say okay 
I kind of understand your logic and I completely disagree with it. That's fair. You are allowed to do that. Okay, so this compatibility thing is not going well so far. No. God, this is the worst date I've ever been on. You know, this quiz set up the first question was like a zinger and all the other ones are fucking garbage. That's how most of them are. Okay. You see a little kid stealing food. Would you rather tell the shop owner or pretend that you did not see the kid stealing food? I'd give him some more food to steal. Oh, okay. Prob- probably the same. I think my life goal is to sow more chaos into the world than was in it before I came into it. <laughs> here's, here's a great one. Okay. Would you rather steal food to feed the poor or... I, actually, I want you to guess what the or is on this one. Piss on a homeless person? <laughs> No, it's close. Keep the poor out of your business. <laughs> Where do we draw the line at poor? I like, is it like a truly like homeless know. person, or is it just like you know, part of someone in the working class? I would, I guess, working class. Uh, the first one, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not a monster, Jesus. Would you rather be eleven feet tall or nine inches tall? Nine inches. I'd also probably pick nine inches. It'd be way more fun. I think it's more fun if more stuff is big than if more stuff is small. You'd be like Ant-Man. Yeah. Oh, well, not necessarily. Would I have like Ant-Man? Like, would I have like the same proportional pr- proportionate yeah, amount purport- of strength? You'd be proportionately, well, you wouldn't so I'd be Ant-Man. You wouldn't be as strong as Ant-Man, but like I get, I will, I guess scientifically it would make sense that you'd be proportional strength. I mean, it doesn't make sense at all, but I'll go with it. I just think it'd be more fun, at, like, because imagine, like, you're like, then you stop. Imagine how how much one donut would last you. Years. Yeah, and like everything would be on the big screen. That's true, and you could live in the smallest apartment. Yeah, and still have plenty of room. Someone's like, "Oh, I need a second roommate." You'd be like, "Cool, I can live literally anywhere. You can keep the other bedroom." Nine inches isn't even that small, to be honest. No. But like 11 feet tall, it's like you couldn't go That's inside huge. anywhere. You'd be so uncomfortable on airplanes. Right? It'd be like, can I just lay down in the center aisle? And they'd be like, I guess you have to. Yeah, like you just would not, you'd be so cramped. It would be so uncomfortable. It, this will be the last one. It's been going on for a while. Yes. It's kind, of, it's kind of nasty. Like we are. We are nasty, yes. Would you rather have to wear all used underwear or only use all used toothbrushes. Are the toothbrushes used by me? No. Both of these are, are used by strangers. And you can't, I'm going to add that you can't clean or wash them until after you've worn them once. So the underwear has also been used by a stranger? Yes. I'm going with toothbrush. Oh, I was going to go with underwear. Oh, that's nasty. Because at least like with the toothbrush, you're cleaning your teeth. Yeah, you're putting that in So your, in my mind, that's it, a little... You're putting it in your mouth. Right, but like there was toothpaste on it and there's toothpaste involved. Yeah, but like that was in someone's mouth. Yeah, and someone's junk was touching your underwear that you're wearing. Yeah, but that's still that's exterior. And, like what if it has no, but what if what if they've what if it's still got the uh, skid marks on it? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. I I was under the the assumption that it'd be like there would be no skid marks? No, it's there's like it's it's probably like one in Okay, two so in every ten pairs. I don't think it's. I don't think people have skid marks that. I don't think one in every five people have skid marks in their underwear. I think you'd be surprised at how fucking disgusting people are. I'd still. I'd rather have that than put something. So if it's a if it's a random person on the world's underwear or toothbrush every single day, 
I'm doing underwear because I have because I I've still it's not going inside my body. Like people's but mouths, still. people's mouths are gross, and you're putting something that was inside their mouth in your mouth. I'm more okay with that. That's that's closer to so many things that could get you sick. I feel like I just I couldn't do it. I think it's too gross. I think the toothbrush. The other one. I think the toothbrush is too gross. Honestly, I think we should put it to the vote. Put it to a vote nationwide. I think we should too. Um, if you're listening, send us an email: the rule against podcasting at gmail dot com. Or I'll I'll post I'll post a I'll post a tweet I'll tweet a tweet about it and and everyone just tell us what what they think and hopefully we'll get all three hundred plus million Americans to respond to it. Right, let's give it a shot. Okay, I'll do that. But I think the most important part, the most important thing that we learned today, is that we are not that compatible. No, really, in the dating world, we're 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 kind of opposites. Like I yeah. I get I'm a top, you're a bottom. It happens. Yeah, but that's okay. Some people have differences, and you know that's why we live in a country where you get to vote over those differences. You want to vote for a candidate that uses used toothbrushes? I want to vote for one that uses used underwear. You want to vote for a racist, and I don't. So you know, wait, what? We get a, we get a, we vote for it. When did I say I was going to vote for a racist? It was implied. When? Just by all the things you've said over the past 74 episodes. I would not vote for a racist. I think it was pretty clear that I wouldn't do that from what I've talked about. It's very much implied. But, you know, that's that's the beauty. That's the beauty of living in a democracy is that your vote and the vote of someone who's racist and homophobic is equal in the eyes of the government. That doesn't sound like such a good thing. And that as long as you have more votes against people who hate you and the people who agree with you also happen to go out and vote because it's not mandatory and we don't have a national holiday for it and that the districting is is in your favor you can win and you can vote for someone who's not against that it sounds bad no i think i think voting in america is truly one of the best things about it so i mean i mean look at look at the 2020 election we could either vote for an old white dude or another old white dude who uses spray tan and is considerably worse than the other one yeah you had so many options you had vanilla ice cream and vanilla ice cream that had spray tan inside of it i just and people are like what about like chocolate or rocky road or rum raisin and i said fuck you no one likes rum raisin okay here's potentially a hot take i think we shouldn't have any more elections we shouldn't have any more elected officials anarchy no we've discussed this before no we have yeah you've you've brought up the anarchy points quite many a time I think a lot of our problems could be solved. I'm not disagreeing. I think it might also just lead to more problems. It could, but in the short term, it'd be pretty dope. For like a week or two. Yeah, but think of how great those like two weeks would be. Okay, but just there's there's a lot of assholes in our country, right? Yes, there are approximately... Well, I wonder if the average number of assholes to have is one or if there are people without assholes. It's probably slightly more than one. Why do you say that? I'd say there's probably people, more people who have two assholes than have zero assholes. I don't know about that. Well, the 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 normal is that you have one. Yes. It would make more sense that more people would have if there if they had a different number. It would be more than one because if you have zero, you have no way to use the bathroom without having medical intervention. Yeah. So I'd say that on average, it's probably more than one. But anyway, I'm saying there's a lot of assholes in America. Now, imagine if those assholes had no laws to follow at all. 
I don't want people to take like just whatever rules they think are real into their own hands. Because I feel like there's a lot of a lot of people who stop from doing heinous shit just because they'd get in trouble for doing it. I totally forgot what the conversation was about. About enacting anarchy rather than having a voting populace. Yes, in the long term, it would be worse. I agree. So you still want to do it? Yes. Because this this boat's going to capsize eventually. Might as well make it sooner rather than later. What if what if we discuss the many the many rules we have in place about voting, and then at the end we can discuss if anarchy is a better option? Okay. Because you know you know a lot about how it works, so maybe you can turn me over to your side. I really don't, but let's try it. No, but you do. Okay, voting laws. Uh, where do they come from? Where do they go? Where do they come from? God and I, Joe. This. If that is what we renamed the founding fathers, then yes. I mean, George Washington's rather close to Cotton Eye Joe. George Washington could possibly be a Cotton Eye Joe. George Washington probably was not Cotton Eye Joe. But we've never seen George Washington and Cotton Eye Joe in the same room together, so we don't know for certain. I still, I haven't seen Cotton Eye Joe as the thing. You haven't? No. You don't see him just like standing in the corner all the time? I usually, I usually like hear him. Yeah. You know, like the singing, the. Yeah. like that's just on loop like out of the periphery of of my ear vision yeah but seeing him no oh yeah he's just like dancing in the corner all the time to the the same song but i don't hear anything okay so like we kind of got like a weird like connection going on yeah so there's probably like three other people out there one who can like so you have sight i have uh hearing spouse probably like feel him at all times <laughs> and someone can, can taste, taste him, him. the other person can smell him <laughs> oh god i don't think i'd want to taste cotton i, I don't either i think we got we really lucked out with our two i think we did i definitely would not want to be able to feel cotton i joe just like on the outskirts of my my skin periphery all the time or just to have cotton i joe in your mouth the whole the whole day yeah just the, the faint taste of cotton eye joe Ugh. anyways what part of the constitution do you think voting comes from um what part of the constitution uh, you probably know the article number article article one yes article one section four yes yeah the times places and manner of holding elections for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state by the legislature thereof but the congress may at any time by law make or alter such regulations except as to the place of choosing senators and choosing is spelled with a u instead of two o's oh choosing like the british do it's chusing like ew <laughs> yeah Wait, you don't like to chuzz your you don't like to chuzz your yeah, representatives bro, me, and, me and sadie met up last night we totally chuzzed each other no it sounds so <laughs> gross <laughs> it really does yeah so what is interesting about that clause Iggy? um besides the part they spelled it wrong <laughs> yes that is the most interesting part but there's another interesting part uh all of it <laughs> okay they're usually they're usually trick questions so i'm saying all no, how about the fact that the Constitution gives the power to create laws about elections to the states rather than to Congress? Although Congress may also regulate elections as well, but it's mostly up to the states in terms of times, places, and manner. It's interesting. I don't necessarily agree with it. That's the way it is. Because I feel like if if one party is predominantly in power in one state, you could definitely change the voting laws to 
better coincide with the demographic of your voters. Yes, that is true and does happen. That's my take on it. But that is kind of how the law is. Now, there are a number of other pieces of voting law in the Constitution. You should know these. They're in the amendments. There are four of them. Four? Yeah. Okay, so we know. So, that have to okay. do with voting. Okay, so amendment 14. No. Um, You're close. Amendment no. 13. Nope, wrong way. Oh, God. Uh, amendment 16. Nope, you missed it. Oh, God. You jumped over uh, it. Amendment 15 and a half. Mm-mm. Uh, I don't... Just tell me all four. The 15th Amendment gave African-American men the right to vote in 1870. Oh. But then the South and some states in the North enacted Jim Crow laws to suppress African-American votes what? and things like literacy tests, so... Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just don't get being like, "Oh, your skin, your skin color is too dark. You can't vote." I'm like, what? That? Well, we're we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about civil rights. So let's move on to the rest of these amendments. Okay. There's another important amendment that came after that one. Amendment 18. No, it's the 19th amendment. It gave women the right to vote in 1920. Now, here's one. What about the what about the 24th amendment? What does that one do? It gives children the right to vote no it does not it gives old people the right it to actually vote. doesn't give something it takes something away it says you don't have to own property to vote actually in a way it eliminated poll taxes oh no i remember that poll taxes are fucking bullshit they are but you were kind of right <laughs> trying to keep poor people from voting yeah i mean it literally, like, a poll tax is a requirement to have property to vote, in a way, or to have some kind of financial, like, assets. So, you you were technically right. It's the best kind of, it's the best kind of right. Yeah, and there's one more. The 26th Amendment. What does it do? This should be obvious. You're gonna, you're gonna hear me typing real quick, but just ignore that. <laughs> Iggy, this is like, there's only one group of people we have left to give voting rights to. I already said children. Not quite. Anyone below the age of me is a child. That is probably true. That's how I see it. But not quite. Anyone, the 26th Amendment gave everyone below the age of 26 the right to vote. No, the 26th Amendment lowered the voting age for all elections to 18. Okay. I thought you would, I thought you would get that one. I'm a little disappointed. Hey, there's a lot of amendments. It's hard to remember all of them. Okay, let's move on to let's move on to the statutes then, because the statutes are a little more a little easier to get. Actually, there's a lot of statutes. So we're gonna run through them really quick because we're running low on time. So we've got the civil rights statute. Did you know the civil rights statute was first enacted in eighteen seventy? That doesn't sound right, but okay. It it was. I mean I guess it coincides with the fifteenth amendment, but it was also called the Enforcement Act, or the first KKK Act, and was enacted to enforce the 15th Amendment by applying criminal pen penalties to those attempting to prevent African Americans from voting, either by using threatening, uh, or by using threats uh, or violence, or engaging in other tactics to try to suppress the African American vote. Uh, it was amended in 1957 and 1960. These were considered very weak amendments that really didn't do anything. Uh, but then we get to 1964. The 1964 Civil Rights Act is the one everyone knows and loves. It's the one that outlawed discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. It required equal access to public places and employment and enforced desegregation of schools and the right to vote. So it did a lot of things, some of which are not pertinent to our topic today, but one of them is, and that's the right to vote. 
Then we get to the Voting Rights Act of 1965, coming hot on the fields of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and it prohibited voter discrimination based on race, color, and membership in a language minority group, and it made sure that certain places must provide election materials in languages besides English in communities that are primarily non-English speaking minorities. Then we have the voter, the Voting Accessibility for the Elderly and Handicapped Act of 1984, basically just required polling places to be accessible to people with disabilities. Um, you have the Uniformed and Overseas Citizens Absentee Voting Act of 1986, which allowed members of the armed forces and citizens outside the U.S. to register and vote by mail. I've actually taken advantage of that one because I voted uh, in Canada in well, I, in I was in Canada mail my ballot in for a U.S. election. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today and learning a little bit about uh, voting laws and the California recall election. If you like listening to us, we'd love it if you left a review for us on your favorite podcast hosting directory of your choice and let uh, your friends, family, enemies, lovers, and cousins know about us in case they're interested as well. And we are uh, literally dying to get questions from you guys about various topics you might want to learn about because there's a whole bevy of laws in the U.S. and other countries. Or if you just want to share something some interesting law about where you are from you know about um we can showcase that as well the best place to reach us is the rule against podcasting at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on facebook at the rule against podcasting or twitter at the rule against i love you 